this is Amelia Rose and you are listening to In Search of Meaning, the podcast that brings you stories with life lessons from around the globe. Bi-weekly, you can hear us on all the major social media platforms and after each episode, do join other listeners as they share their comments on our Facebook page. Let's get started. This episode involves two nine-year-old children. The first is a girl who challenged a philosopher with the question, why do we live? The second is a boy who set himself ablaze and lived to talk about it in more ways than one. The nine-year-old girl was said to spend most of her years watching the older people having conversation with philosophers of some sort. Nobody seemed to talk with her much. So one day, she decided she was going to approach a philosopher and ask him a question, which she really did. That question was, why do we live? The philosopher looked her in the eye and replied, When questions are as specific, interesting, and difficult as yours, they tend to have several answers. And he went on to tell her that, for one, we live because one day in early childhood, we realize that we are alive and that many things in life give us pleasure and happiness already even if sometimes those very things cause us to be sad or experience pain. He went on to also assure her that those bad things do pass somehow. He added that we live because we hope to and want to see what happens. And the third and final reason he gave her was that we live because someone wants us to. I don't know which one of these answers resonates with you, and I certainly don't know what age you are at this point in your life. But I got to wondering what a nine-year-old child can make of any of these answers provided by this philosopher. I walked away with one thing on my mind, and I have to admit that I believe I am living because I hope to and want to see what happens next. I would be interested to hear why you are living. So because of that, I have entitled this episode, The Hope Factor, which brings me to the next story, which is about a nine-year-old boy named John O'Leary. In 1987, John was in the family garage experimenting with matches and gasoline. You heard me correctly. Matches and gasoline. What a combination, I thought to myself. He would confess later that he saw the older boys in his neighborhood doing the very same thing. Unfortunately for him, though, he was not as lucky as those boys because not long after starting his experiment, there was a loud explosion 
which engulfed his body in flames, melting his clothes and skin. He suffered third-degree burns to 100% of his body, and his healthcare team only gave him a 1% chance of survival. John, older brother, who was in the basement of their home, heard a loud scream and rushed upstairs to see what was happening, only to find his younger brother on fire. His quick thinking may have saved his brother's life because the only thing that he could do was to grab a nearby blanket and rolled his brother in it. Shortly after, the paramedics arrived and rushed John off to the nearby hospital burn unit. He was to spend the next five months of his life fighting. Despite the pain and multiple surgeries he experienced, John recalled a couple things. He remembered and told everyone who listened about a sports broadcaster who came to his hospital room practically every day. This man heard about the explosion in the neighborhood and thought he needed to see this boy's condition. He wanted to do something. But when he saw John's condition, the only thing that came to his mind was what comes natural to him every day, which is talking. So he decided that during each visit he would make, he would talk to John. Here's what he said. Kid, wake up. You're going to make it. You're going to live. And when you get out of here, we're going to celebrate John O'Leary Day in the ballpark. I can just imagine how that could make a nine-year-old boy fight for life. But the story did not end there. Did I tell you that John was almost blinded by the fire or that he lost his fingers to the fire? Well, there you have it. But notwithstanding, John Larry remembered that the broadcaster brought him a signed baseball and a note from a couple players. The broadcaster went on to tell him that if he wanted more of those autographed balls, he would have to write a thank you note to the guy who sent him the very first ball. Now, did you remember me telling you that this young boy could not see from his eyes at that moment? Neither did he have hands to write a thank you note. Anyhow, before long, John's family helped him write the thank you note and the rest is history. Today, this one-time nine-year-old boy, John Larry, is now a married father of four and the author of several books, 
including one called On Fire. And you know where that title came from. In that book, he tells his story of hope, resilience, and community. And he would tell it to anyone and everyone everywhere. In fact, he attributes his survival to the support of his community, the broadcaster who motivated him to live, his older brother who ran from their basement and rolled him in a blanket, the janitor who taught him to walk again, his whole family, particularly his mother. Because as you see, one day when John feared he wouldn't make it, he asked his mother if he was going to die. She looked at him and said, living was a choice that you have to make. Living is a choice that you have to make. That to me was the gut punch that John needed. The hope factor, the thing that made a difference in his will to survive. You see, today you may not literally be on fire, nor are your clothes and skin burned. Still, the question remains, why do you live? Why do we live? What is your hope factor? Whether you believe it or not, each one of us need hope. You see, when times turn dark, hope is the thing that pulls us through. Hope gives us a goal to strive for in life. And the key to it is finding out what gives you hope in life. While the way hope impacts us is universal, let me be clear, what brings us hope is not, and especially in these days of uncertainties, political divide, COVID fatalities, and I could come up with a whole string of adversities and challenges. I really don't know what your challenge is, but whatever it is, whenever you discover your hope factor, I want to encourage you to hang on to it for dear life. And may 2022 make you an overcomer in the process. So as I close off, I want to thank you for listening to this and every other episode and encourage you to join the after conversation where listeners like yourself go to leave comments on our Facebook page. We do need to hear from you more than ever because we need to stay active in this podcasting business. So invite a friend. Encourage them to listen as you are doing right now. And until next time, be well.